going to call the, um, <laughs> the February 21st meeting of the Rules and Open Government Committee to order at 2.02 p.m. Let's have a roll, please. Davis? Here. Jimenez? Present. Kemi? Here. Foley? Here. Cohen? Here. We have a quorum. Thank you. Uh, let's start with a review of the February 27th City Council meeting agenda. Agenda is noticed for a 9.30 closed session, 1.30 open session, and uh, no evening session. Consent starts on page four. And continues on pages five and six. Section three, we have a Measure T annual report, an amendment to the gift ordinance for the municipal code, section 3.4, the 911 event analysis report, section four, as, and then in section seven on page eight, education digital literacy annual report and a raging water lease assignment. And one, two items on land use consent, which will be heard immediately after regular consent. Let's start and see if we have any public comment. No public comment at this time. Move approval. Second. All right, we have a motion and a second. I'm just going to make a comment because there's been a lot of questions about um, public comment on Zoom. Um, we are working on technical solutions that hope to be able to bring back Zoom comments um, sooner than the June date that was on that, that the city memo and the hope is that once the technical solutions are worked out to allow better control over who's commenting um, that will reinstate um, zoom comments so we're voting now on this item i have a comment here oh you have a comment sorry yeah. go ahead okay it's just simply on the invocation just to let everyone know that we're actually going to be um, having a different invocator that's the word um, so we don't have the the new indicator at the moment, but just to keep everyone apprised and Tony aware that we'll, we'll get that to you as soon as possible. Great, thank you for the update. All right, no one finished the vote. We're still waiting, we still have one vote missing. Who didn't? Okay, there you go. <laughs> All right, the motion carries 5-0. Now we're going to review the agenda for Tuesday, March 5th. This one with a 9.30 closed session, 1.30 regular session, and consent starts on page four. And ends on page six. Section three, we have the non-management employee appraisals audit report. Travel to LA for the the uh, Chamber of Commerce mission, stormwater permit requirements, and Section 3.6, Investment Policy Annual Review, and one item on land use consent, which will be heard right after regular consent. Any public comment? No public comment. Move approval. Second. Right, we have a motion and second on the agenda. I have a comment, Chair. Oh. You want to look to your right <laughs> fast every now and again. Go ahead. I'm kidding. <laughs> no uh, <comment>. no. <laughs> I'm joking. 
Tony, I just want to say for item 3.4, uh, you should expect a memo from my office uh, as it relates to the study mission in, uh, okay. in LA as well. We just, I, I, don't, I don't know if we missed the deadline or if it's, I think they think it's tomorrow. Is it tomorrow or is it today? I think it's tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, All right. So Thursday. we got. I'm like, so just, the week? It's Thursday. so just so you know, there's going to be something adding okay. my name to this. Okay. All right. Are we waiting for? Okay. There you go. Motion carries five zero. So now that brings us to our consent calendar for today's rules committee meeting. There are um, three, four items on consent. Do we have any public comment on consent? No public comment. All right, there's a motion and second, so we'll vote. And that motion carries 5-0. All right, that brings us to our uh, review items. Our item C1 is first. Uh, city Clerk, uh, Tony, you want to yes. start with the revolving um, door waiver? Yeah, the city's revolving door ordinance applies on a former employee goes to work for an entity that may come before the city council. In general, the former employee is prohibited for one year from coming before the city council, council committees, boards or commissions, or city staff to lobby or represent another entity. The council can waive this prohibition if it determines that it's in the city's best interest to allow the person to come before the council and its various officials prior to that one-year deadline. And the requester is here and has submitted a letter requesting a waiver. All right, thank you. Uh, I see the applicant here, uh, Councilmember Cresco. Good to see you. You want to uh, make some comments? Good afternoon, Council Members. So nice to be here uh, and stand before you to humbly request a waiver of the revolving door ordinance for the city of San Jose. I'm doing so because uh, the work that I'm currently engaged in is one that continues to be a passion for me. At the Latino Education Advancement Foundation, or LEAF, and Eastside Education Initiative, or EEI, uh, we are launching an, an information campaign that sheds light on the disparities in education funding, particularly in areas such as East San Jose, Oak Grove School District and San Jose Unified School District. The lack of adequate funding results in a scarcity of resources that support our kiddos, creating a detrimental domino effect that hinders our students' abilities to reach higher education or even be successful in higher education. The statistics are really alarming. Only 17% of our uh, students who enroll in community college actually transfer to a four-year institution, and moreover, Every single year, approximately 4,000 students that graduate from San Jose Unified School District and Eastside High School District end up in minimum wage jobs. In other words, we're preparing them for poverty. LEAF is dedicated to supporting our students through various initiatives, including academic requirements and ongoing support in college. We empower parents through 31 workshops per year. That's approximately 1,300 parents that we're training and we're developing their leadership abilities. We offer substantial scholarships amounting to $1 million over the last uh, several years, and we've provided over $50,000 in emergency funds during the pandemic. Our efforts have yielded promising results, with our students maintaining an impressive 91% persistence rate in college. 
This success underscores the invaluable impact of our work in shaping the future of our youth. I continue to be committed to our kiddos and to the east side of San Jose, but I love the city of San Jose and I believe that this at the end is in the best interest for our city, for our kiddos as well, but, but uh, making sure that they get the support ensures that we have a diverse and strong city. I thank you so much and I, I, uh, I thank you for your consideration in terms of moving this forward to the this, uh, full city council. Thank you. Uh, do we have any public comment on this item? No public comment. All right. Uh, any discussion or a motion? I'll move approval. Second. Okay. I'll check this time, make sure I don't miss a hand raised. Okay. Uh, we have a motion. What was that? Oh, Kevin, do you want to say something? Uh, yes, Chair. Um, Kevin Fisher, Assistant City Attorney. Uh, just on the on the motion, re we're recommending that you recommend to Council the findings that are on page three of the of the memo as the basis for the uh, waiver, and make that recommendation to Council for their consideration. Okay. So, so would it be appropriate to say that I cross-reference it to the full Council for consideration in the findings within the staff report? Sounds good. Second, second. Okay. All right. Oh, who's your second? Oh, whoever, whoever seconded it. <laughs> okay, so it's motion is second, and we'll move to a vote. All right, that motion carries 5-0. And now we're on to um, item C2, which is the uh, proposal of a session sister city affiliation. Is there somebody here who's going to introduce this one? Or if not, is there well, any? <clears throat> Well, I know. Oh, do you want to? Okay, go ahead. Okay, we'll let you start before we go to public comment, then, and just make a comment about it. I just wanted to mention that um, this is a, a good opportunity to develop those relationships, uh, and uh, when you think about the sizable number of uh, those uh, um, who are coming from China uh, to uh, San Jose. Uh, it's quite prominent, and uh, I think that it would benefit us tremendously to be able to uh, develop and create those relationships. All right, do we have any public comment? Yes, we have three right now. As I call your names, please go ahead and make your way to the podium. Kaylee, Alexandra, and Michelle. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Vice Mayor Kenai and all the city council members. My name is Kaylee Yen, and uh, I'm a corporate attorney practicing law in the Bay Area. I'm here today speaking on behalf of my business partner, Mr. Dong Sun. Uh, Mr. Sun was uh, sent to the emergency room last night, and he was hospitalized. So I have to speak for him. He's supposed to be here, and but he, he sent me. Uh, because it's very important for our city and for our community. So here's the statement he sent to me, and I need to uh, read to you. Um, I'm Dong Sun. I'm a U.S. citizen who has been living in the Silicon Valley for over 30 years. I'm here today to support and advocate for the sister city partnership of San Jose and Shenzhen. My extensive work experience, uh, including the Cupertino Planning Committee, the Chamber of Commerce, the Rotary Club, and the Historical Society. Um, this kind of experience nurtured my expertise in establishing sister city corporations and also deeply convinced me that the partnership 
between San Jose and Shenzhen holds the profound significance for advancing technology, fostering mutual understanding, and promoting more exciting projects. The idea of Sister City has received both approval and blessing from the board of China Institute. China Institute is, a, is an organization was established over 100 years ago. The CEO of China Institute, George Ge, will also be engaging in the Sister City project. As a senior advisor of China Institute, I have been assigned to work with City of San Jose City Council on sponsorship and fundraising. Uh, funded nearly a century ago. Thank you, next speaker, please. Good afternoon. Uh, I'm Alexandra Urbanowski. I'm with Silicon Valley Creates, which serves as the Arts Council for Santa Clara County. We support over 100 arts groups throughout the county, uh, over 85% of them in San Jose, including many culturally specific organizations and a growing number of those uh, which are representing artists um, from China and with Chinese artistic disciplines. We feel that the Sister City program has been, is such a great program for fostering uh, cultural exchange and building mutual understanding uh, between cultures and particularly important in such a diverse city as San Jose. So we urge you uh, to consider expanding this program with the addition of this city to the Sister Cities program and we look forward to helping to support cultural exchange uh, within that program as it comes forward, so thank you. Good afternoon, council members. My name is uh, Michelle Zhang. I'm founder of uh, our San Jose-based um, uh, Chinese-American community organization, Society of Hearts Delights. Uh, today, I'm here to express my enthusiastic support for establishing a sister city relationship between San Jose, the capital of Silicon Valley, and Shenzhen, China's the Silicon Valley. Shenzhen is the most diverse city in China and the third largest city with um, uh, residents average age of 32 years old. The majority of members in our community are immigrants from China residing in, in the San Jose area with over 92,000 Chinese residents in San Jose and uh, approximately 200,000 Chinese residents in the Santa Clara County building relationships with Shenzhen will greatly promote cultural and tourism exchange and foster mutual understanding and friendships. Shenzhen is a global technology hub and innovation powerhouse. By partnering with Shenzhen, we can leverage each other's strengths in business, technology, and education to uh, drive economic growth and job creation. Collaborat uh, collaborating with Shenzhen on environmental sustainability and urban development can address common challenges, challenges faced by our cities. By sharing best practice, practice and uh, innovative solutions, we can work together to tackle pressing issues such as climate change and uh, urbanization. In conclusion, as a local Chinese uh, community organizer, I wholeheartedly endorse this proposal. I believe this partnership will also greatly enhance the significant role of
Thank you. Back to the committee. All right. <clears throat> thank you for the public comment. Uh, now, Councilmember Foley. Thank you, and thank you for those here to speak on this issue in uh, our co uh, public comment. I serve as the Sister City International Director to the national organization that was established many years ago under President I, uh, Dwight D. Eisenhower. I was going to call him Ike. I shouldn't be that for informal with him. He established this program to create an ambassadorial program to promote peace and goodwill around the world by establishing sister cities. So this is a wonderful opportunity for us to expand our vibrant sister city program that we already have in the city of San Jose to Shenzhen, China, that will be uh, an an uh, economic boost for the city of San Jose, but also an opportunity to promote peace and goodwill, which is ultimately what the Sister Cities program is all about. With that, I move uh, approval. All right, any other comments or questions? So on this one, we don't have to go send this off for analysis for a early consideration form, so we can refer this directly uh, to city council. And so that's what the motion is. We have a motion and a second, and let's go. <coughs> All right, that motion carries 5-0. All right, we'll look forward to the discussion at council. Now we're on to um, item three, which is actions related to the card room status report. Uh, Councilmember Torres, are you here to um, kick us off? Good afternoon, everyone. I'm uh, in a really weird full circle moment. My boss just presented, and now it's my old boss just presented. She's still my boss. My old boss just presented, and here I am presenting to the Rules Committee. So, you know, full, full circle moment for everyone. So, uh, today I'm, uh, I'm here before you to, to present a memo that I wrote with Councilmember Dewan. It's an updated version. We submitted it to PISPIS uh, last week, um, but it was kicked over to, to Rules, and hence uh, why we're here. Uh, and uh, after the conversation at PISPIS with my colleagues and, of course, with city staff, uh, it, it was uh, particularly important to have, for us, it's uh, particularly important to have a comprehensive analysis of city and state regulations regarding uh, card room the card room regulatory framework. To have a full understanding in where city and state regulations are duplicated, as, as well as to know if there's any differences between two regulatory frameworks. And, of course, uh, after staff's uh, thorough analysis, uh, uh, it is expected that we work towards removing the city's duplicative, duplicative regulations to overlap with the state's regulations. And my memorandum, uh, there's a new memorandum, by the way, there was an old one, and my team just put it on the dais. Uh, so now you're, in your hands is the new one, not the old one. Uh, my memorandum directs the city manager to make necessary changes to Title 16 gaming control so that there is no drain on the city's general fund and that the card room regulation fee is reduced accordingly. And San Jose has a history with two local card rooms, Bay 101 and Casino Matrix, which have been integral to the, the city's economy. Uh, these establishment, establishments contribute significantly to, significantly to our general fund, providing essential revenue that supports critical services such as addressing homelessness, housing affor affordability, and infrastructure improvements. And while Me Measure H was passed by an overwhelming majority of, of San Jose voters, its implementation has faced challenges due to inconsistencies with state law. 
Uh, this discrepancy has left our car room businesses in a precarious position facing increased taxes without the promised benefits of their expanded gaming tables. So this situation is a matter of fairness and, and equity as I've, I've, I've met with them. Businesses should not be burdened with additional taxes without corresponding benefits, especially when those benefits were promised through voter approved measures. Recommendation two proposes a strategic analysis conducted by staff through a, ma a manager budget addendum to evaluate the reduction or elimination of existing regu regulatory fee and adjustment fees accordingly to cover the cost outline in recommendation three. And recommendation three introduces coordination with the card rooms in promoting awareness and prevention of gambling disorders, particularly among minority communities affected by gaming. I, I urge my colleagues on the, on the Rules Committee to support these recommendations and move the memorandum forward to for further consideration. And thank you so much for your time. All right, thank you. Uh, do we have any public comment? No public comment. Okay, let's come back to uh, Committee for discussion. Anybody wanna make comment or motion? Oh, counts, uh, Vice Mayor Kamei. I guess one of the things that, um, you know, as I was reading uh, the Blue Memo, um, Councilmember Torres, I, um, I was not um, very clear on item number three. Item number three seemed to me very prescriptive. And so, you know, I could, I could uh, understand and accept the one, two, and four, but item three was a little bit sort of outside and I'm just, I'm just wondering the significance of, of that, that, that part. So just, just three? Yeah. Okay. Because I, I think that, you know, in terms of uh, promoting awareness and evaluating the effectiveness of current funds to nonprofits and all of that, that's sort of in the normal course of operations and all of that. I, I didn't see, I didn't understand, I guess, or right. I didn't see the additive, additiveness of that. Okay, I, I think uh, we, we included in this, and I, I think maybe if the city attorney can, can chime in, we included in this uh, because, as we can imagine, these two organizations or these two entities, right, they are, they are card rooms, they're gambling facilities, right? And so I know that a lot of our communities are affected by, by the addiction to gambling. However, um, I, I don't know if the city, city attorney wants to chime in. I know that, that in the settlement, it, provided funding for, for, for what we're asking in, in, in three, uh, but I don't know if that's an ongoing thing or it was just a one-time one -time, uh, one payment to, to Aki who, who oversees this, this program. Lee, do you wanna Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to jump in, thanks. I think in the updated memorandum from, from Councilmember Torres and Dewan, as opposed to the original said, um, implement a new fee to do this. So in the revised memorandum, it asks for us to meet with both of the card rooms and come forward with an informational memorandum um, outlining some of the existing efforts. The council member is correct in the settlement agreement with both of the card rooms. There is uh, a payment to a nonprofit partner in the community to do some of this work. So I don't have all of the details of that in my head, but I think as structured, we would go back, look at that settle agree settlement agreement and then meet with both card rooms to better understand what are they doing in this area, specifically with the nonprofit, to kind of advance some of these efforts. So it's an informational request, and we're happy to do that. Yeah. I mean, it seems 
that it, you know, just asking for an information memo should should be sufficient. I mean, I I, I don't I don't know how it added to anything else. Uh, I mean, I'd like to know. Just looking at what's on the um, the original agenda, where it talks about removing duplicative regulations, it'd be nice to know what those are, right? When you bring this back, uh, just to have clarity, because my understanding was that there were things that. Um, uh, San Jose PD had been doing that, you know, actually was, um, uh, you know, sort of preventive, pre prevented things from happening. So I think uh, it'd be nice to know, you know, if 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 it goes in in a, another way, uh, where you you're trying to remove those duplicative um, items, um, you know, is there a risk of of not having enough oversight or whatever? I, I I'm not sure. I just I just don't see the distinctions, and I just think that it would be helpful to see that uh, when it does come back. Absolutely. That, so that is, um, obviously, the council member kind of mentioned it. We've, we've met on the updated memorandum, and I think that's exactly how staff would be approaching the analysis um, when we do come forward is, how does this city look at this? How is the state? Um, and it kind of backs the conversation up to, you know, to, as opposed to just getting rid of the regulatory framework in its entirety, is there overlap and should we be out of that line of business because the state does a pretty good job or you know, do they miss the mark and we want to be in that? But there is more of a discussion and analysis of trade-offs and risks so the council can make an informed decision. So that is our intention if the rules committee were to pass this and ultimately we'd come back in a week or two weeks with a workload analysis, but I'm pretty sure we can handle this through the budget process. Right, that's it? Okay, Councilmember Fuller. Thank you. Uh, thank you for bringing this to rules today, Councilmember. I uh, actually would like to see all of these items come forward. Um, I think the MBA, taking a look at that is important, but also the info memo regarding the funds and how they are being utilized. I think it's best practices for us to take a look or to know what the nonprofits that we're helping, and this goes not just to this one, to all nonprofits that we help contribute to, that we make sure that the money we're giving them is going to the purpose that is intended for. So I don't think this is anything specifically about the nonprofits that are involved in here, but more a best practices of what we should be doing with real, truthfully, with all of our uh, nonprofits that we're assisting financially. So I will move um, that we uh, refer this item to the administration for a workload analysis. Is that the correct motion? Yes. Okay. Second. Okay. Have a comment, please? Sure. Um, Thank you. I. I'm happy to second the motion. I don't know um, in terms of, we, we haven't in the past done workload analysis on MBA requests. So um, that's true. We haven't. Would, it be, would it be all right to the, uh, for council member Foley to ask for a, a workload on um, three and four, and then we can just move one and two? I'm fine with that. This is a, we're implementing a new procedure at rules, so yeah. I'm, I'm perfectly fine with that. Okay, thanks. Okay. Um, 
obviously th this is a little bit different than it went to committee before rules, so I know the deputy chief is here. Some of this work is stuff that we've already started doing um, and obviously been in communication with Councilmember Torres's office. So our intention is to green light all of this. Um, so if the maker of the motion wants to just move the memorandum with an acknowledgement the administration has greenlit the whole thing, that's, that's fine from us as well. Okay, then that's, that's what I'll do. I'll, I'll move the whole item. All right, so we have an amended motion to move this item forward to City Council for approval. And um, I'll just say I, I think it's time, I, I, I'm, I'm supportive and I think it is time to uh, do an evaluation of the um, regulations, some of the regulations on card rooms to make sure that there's not duplicity, du duplication, <laughs> and um, that we, you know, that we're being efficient with our resources in the city. So I'm right. appreciative that you brought this forward and I look forward to the discussion at Council. So let's move to vote. Uh, the motion carries 5-0. Thank you all. All right, that brings us to the last item, which is open forum. We have four speakers right now. As I call your name again, please go ahead and make your way to the podium. Roberto, Laura, Ramona, and Daisy. Hello, council members. My name is Roberto Gonzalez, uh, organizer with both Working Partnerships and the Berryessa Flea Market Vendors Association. And I'm here to stand in solidarity with the dozens of workers within the fast food industry behind me. Uh, San Jose is home to over 13,000 fast food workers, largely women and immigrants who are disproportionately uh, experience harassment, health and safety, and other um, challenges. I'm concerned to hear that after corporate fast food businesses started hiring lobbyists to visit city council offices and spend money in PACs and re-election committees, we see um, some members of council saying that they are skeptical about policy supporting low-wage workers in the fast food industry uh, after already making commitments to them. Um, as we have witnessed with the vendors at the flea market and other small businesses throughout the city, when information and resources are provided to them, they benefit right and they build a solid base uh, of support for themselves and those around them and I see that connection here as well um, I think it's important that these fast, fast food workers are able to access those resources and information and they're not asking for much right uh, they're just asking for those resources um, we encourage everyone here on council or sorry on the committee to stand up for workers and also help these fast food workers thank you Next speaker. I need one of the interpreters um, upstairs to come on down. Oh, she has her own interpreter? Oh, that's okay. Yeah. 
respetable miembro Junior y en McDonald's. Hello, council members. My name is Ramona Martinez. I work at Carl's Jr. and McDonald's here in San Jose. Esta no es la primera vez que hablo en esta reunión. He compartido mi experiencia en la que ustedes me han escuchado. He trabajado en comida rápida. This isn't my first time speaking at this meeting. I have shared my story about how impactful it was to learn my rights as a fast food worker. Pero hoy me encuentro muy triste, decepcionada, eh, preocupada porque el concejal co Cogen ha avanzado hacia apoyar a los grandes intereses corporativos en lugar de apoyar a los 13,000 Empleados de Comida Rápida de San Jose. But I'm here today disappointed to hear that Councilmember Cohen is moving towards supporting big corporate interests rather than supporting the 13,000 fast food workers here in San Jose, like he said he would. Nuestra pregunta para usted, Concejal Cohen. ¿Por qué ya no quiere apoyar a los empleados de comida rápida? Our question to you, Mr. Cohen, is why are you no longer supporting fast food workers? Los empleados de comida rápida. I'm going to ask that per city council policy we address the body and not individuals on council or not. Thank you. Los empleados de comida rápida. Han, hemos estado movilizándonos para tener una mejor eh, eh, estabilidad dentro de nuestros trabajos. Fast food workers in San Jose have been mobilizing to improve our industry, which is ridden with wage theft, violence, and fear. Concejal, concejal, quisiera que eligiera si seguirá apoyando a los trabajadores de comida rápida o se irá a apoyar a las industrias a los que tanto nosotros nos han marginado como empleados y como seres humanos. Nosotros necesitamos de su apoyo porque queremos una digna familia. Mr. Cohen, you need to choose a side. Will you stand with the workers of San Jose so that we can all know our rights and improve our workplaces? or corporate lobbyists. Please, Councilman Cohen, please side with the workers in your community. Together, we can create positive changes for workers like me, such as knowing your rights training and paid time off. Thank you. Buenas tardes, miembros del consejo. Mi nombre es Daisy Gómez y trabajo en Comida Rápida aquí en San José, California. 
Good evening, um, council members. My name is Daisy Garcia, and I work in fast food here in San Jose. Quizás me recuerden del año pasado y este año que asistí a esta reunión. Mi historia sobre cómo trabajé durante un apagón por más de cuatro horas. Solo teníamos la linterna de nuestros celulares para poder ayudarnos a trabajar en la oscuridad. You may remember me from last year when I came to this meeting to share my story about having to work through a power outage for over four hours. We had only our phone flashlight to help us work in the dark. Mi historia es solo una de muchas de las personas o de muchos de los que nos han escuchado. Muchas madres trabajadoras han hablado en este podio sobre los traumáticos que son nuestros trabajos debido a la discriminación constante, el robo de salario y la falta de respeto por nuestros derechos como trabajadores. My story is only one of the countless stories you have all heard. Many hardworking mothers have spoken on this podium about how traumatic our jobs are because of the ongoing violence, wage theft, and the lack of respect for our rights as workers. Me rompe el corazón escuchar que concejal, un antiguo partidario de los sindicatos, ahora es escéptico respecto de una solución que garantice que los trabajadores como yo conozcamos nuestros derechos y protecciones en el trabajo. Porque se inclina ante los, las, los cabildeos corporativos mientras los trabajadores de la comida rápida intentan crear condiciones laborales más seguras y justas para más de 13,000 trabajadores. It broke my heart to hear that council members are, who are labor supporters are now skeptical of a solution that will make sure workers like me learn about our rights and protections on the job. Why bend towards corporate lobbyists as fast food workers try to create safer and fairer working conditions for the 13,000 plus workers and their families in San Jose? Señor Concejal, esperamos con todo nuestro corazón y lo instamos a que regrese a la mesa y que se ponga al lado de los trabajadores, que no solo soy yo, somos todos estos que estamos presentes acá. Muchas I, gracias. I urge you all to uh, meet with us workers and listen to us and have conversation with us so we can discuss how we can further improve our industry. Thank you. Good afternoon, I'm Laura Reyes, a Burger King worker here in San Jose. Concejal, quizás me recuerde de mí, de nuestra reunión tuvimos hace un par de meses donde le compartí mi experiencia en Burger King, donde me dijeron que tenía que seguir trabajando mientras sufría un aborto espontáneo. You may remember me from a meeting we had a couple months ago where I shared my horrific experience at Burger King where I was told I had to keep working while experiencing a miscarriage. 
Les conté cómo conocí mis, les conté que, que no conocí mis derechos y seguí trabajando por miedo a perder mi trabajo y las diferencias que habría hecho sobre mí y los derechos de la situación. I shared about how I didn't know my rights and kept working and the difference that knowing my rights would have made in that situation. Para así ser conmovido por esa historia y dispuesto a apoyar a los trabajadores de comida rápida como yo para obtener protección aquí en San José, incluyendo entrenamiento sobre nuestros derechos para todo trabajador de comida rápida. You seemed moved by that story and willing to support fast food workers like me in securing protections here in San Jose that include mandatory know your rights training. It's beyond disappointing, in fact, saddens me to learn about the comments made to a newspaper that there's factism about workers like me needing this type of protection. And to hear that you're changing your mind about supporting workers like me and your community. Es más que decepcionante, de hecho, me entristece saber cerca de los comentarios hechos a un periódico que usted es escéptico acerca de que trabajadores como yo necesitamos este tipo de protección y escuchar que han cambiado de opinión cerca de apoyar a trabajadores como yo en, en su comunidad. Cuando conocimos usted en su Cuando nos conocimos, usted expresó que estaba de nuestro lado, pero ahora parece estar moviéndose al lado del, de las corporaciones. When we met, you expressed you were on our side. You seem to be moving towards the side of corporate corporations and lobbyists. Me decepciona que después de escuchar nuestras historias y expresar nuestro apoyo, ahora no estén dispuestos a ayudarnos a evitar situaciones como las que yo pasé. I'm disappointed that after hearing our stories and expressing support, you're now unwilling to help us to avoid situations like the one I went through. Please don't be influenced by corporate lobbyists. De comida rápida no quieren que nos, nos enteren sobre nuestros derechos. No conocí mis derechos y podía haber muerto en el trabajo. Les pido que tomen un lado y nos apoyen para que podamos hacer nuestros lugares de un trabajo sean seguros. We've seen how fast food companies don't want us to be trained on our rights. I didn't know my rights and could have died at work. We're asking you to pick a side and stand with us so we can make our workplaces safe. Thank you. Back to the committee. All right, thank you all for your public comment, for being here today, and our meeting is adjourned at 2.45 p.m.